Breakfast Club interviews, the Vlad interviews, and I was pissed off at Vlad because he chopped my interview up. He didn't do that with Mark Lamont Hill or the other scholars. He right. played their interviews flat. Right. Why not just play mine flat? Don't yeah. sensationalize Please. my content yeah, yeah, unless yeah. you're going to put it in a way where you leading credence to the message. Right. But he was, yeah, he click was turning bait. into some fuck shit. Yeah. Excuse yeah, my click friend, yeah. clickbait, and yeah. I didn't like him for that. Right. So then his people hit me up. They said, "Well, let's come back. Let's do another one." I fell back on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I didn't come on there for that. Right. I came on there for a grown man interview. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think those interviews show the power structure that you can't give him mainstream attention because it goes viral. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the, the way it went, the way the ripple effect was crazy, man. Like it, was, it was everywhere, like like you said. I was amazed, the, brother. Yeah, man. The only thing I, you know, cause like I, I don't give a damn because it needs to happen. Like you have to be on these platforms you or do. we need to build some other ones you that do. you need to be on because those interviews are more important than they are. Charlemagne asking somebody about yeah. who punched him in the face and yeah. why. Like I like <laughs> yeah. that too. Charlemagne's right, right, my right, guy. Right, right. But it's 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 an interesting thing over there, uh, with Charlemagne that I'm noticing. He he has this guy he does a podcast with named Andrew Show. Yeah, who came at me. A bunch. A couple yeah, he got a I saw one joint. But he been coming. He's and and what he's saying. He he he's saying like and the shit he's saying, and and it's, it's a lot of nuance. <laughs> yeah, to he it. called me the black Hitler. So. The black Trump. The black Hitler. <laughs> like all this. <laughs> and I'm thinking to I myself, like the dude. Listen, yeah. and and if I play it to you, you're gonna be like, what the what's yeah, up with this yeah. dude? The like, one I saw was yeah, it, it was too intense for somebody I don't know don't and know. never had a a cross off with. But Charlemagne. Because that's his friend, I don't think Charlemagne understands what he's doing okay. unconsciously. Okay, okay. He's giving this guy, because they sit down and talk every week about right. black culture. Right. He's giving shows, because I've watched shows. What is it, the Brilliant Idiots yes, podcast? Yes, the Brilliant podcast. Okay. I've watched shows. I'm okay. a fan of shows. Okay. But I've watched him garner enough nuts to start to even say these kind of things. I see what you're saying. He's too comfortable. Because of Charlemagne. He's too comfortable. Without that podcast with Charlemagne, I don't see him speaking on black culture. Okay. I don't see him even doing these things. I've 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 listened to Charlemagne explain to him things without enough information. Okay. Like for the black experience, he might just say, Hey man, what's up with the guys doing this? And Charlemagne, okay. for the sake of content, is Pulling his leg and just, you know, shits okay. and giggles. Okay. But this guy's forming a real opinion, not on only on mm. you, but on black culture, yes, on sir. rap, yes, on sir. rappers, on hip hop, mm. on like. Mm. Without Charlemagne, Andrew Schultz isn't who he is. Gotcha. Charlemagne comes from the Breakfast Club. He mm. brings all of us yes. to his podcast. Yes. Which you're there saying stuff here and there. Yeah. We take a liking or, or not, or we just yeah. now recognize who you are. But this is a weird thing. And I wonder, and I want to ask Charlemagne that. I wonder if Schultz has affected the way he looks at you. Because I know that he's he was impressed with you. I think he still is. Okay. okay I think he still okay, is. Okay. Be, okay. Only, and I would say that because we do text from time to time. Okay. Uh, when I hit him up on a fourth interview, he was all for it. Okay. We just didn't make the ends meet. Here's what I'm going to say about Charlemagne. Not to defend anything that 
is indefensible, right. of course. But I would say that having met him, he's a lot more conscious and concerned about the state of the race than I would have thought before I met him. And see, I thought that too. And I think that. But 2019, mm-hmm. see, back when 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 that when I saw the Brother Polites and the yeah. the the Dr. Umars and the Farrakhans and them going out to Farrakhan's spot and yeah. even in his regular conversation, he references Umar. He references yeah. Farrakhan. This mm-hmm. is gone away. Like okay. I watch these guys because I'm a student of the game. And so what what confuses me is that I know 100% because those episodes that you catch clips of when they talk about Umar Johnson, yeah. I catch the whole thing. Uh, so I I'm, uh, I I listen and and I see that Schultz gets him in a place where like and I'm going to ask you to to speak about this cuz this is a thing that he held on and he kind of he kind of stumped Charlemagne. Charlemagne didn't know what to say. Okay. The whole thing about the bank loan, like you can't. Right. You sent. You can send him back if he's Asian. You can send him back if he's. So Andrew Schultz's point was, that's Umar Johnson is a crock of shit. Umar, listen, listen, listen. You can get a car loan, but you can't get a, a business loan. He's talking to black now. people. The education is going to cost me a hundred grand. The car is going to be about 70 grand. The house is going to be a quarter of a million. Why do you approve that, but you don't approve the business loan, which is probably for half the amount? Because if I finance your empowerment, that disrupts my system of extermination and genocide. You cannot kill a people who you are financially empowering. So we are kept without access to wealth. That's why the hood is full of mom and pop stores. That's why the hood is full of struggling businesses, because America has a policy where you do not empower black people for their own benefit. Any other minority? Yes. Why? Because if they get out of hand, they could be sent home. The black man cannot be sent home. Slavery is older than is older than America. America was born on July 4th, 1776. Slavery in the colonies began on August the 20th, 1619. You can get a student loan. What do you think, Chris? I disagree, well, no, it's not done yet. I, I disagree it's with that a lot, actually. I actually no, have a little, I have a little bit of experience. Can, with can that. I just yeah. can I just respond to one thing and then because I want I want to show you. Okay, first of all, uh, you first of all, it just I really get upset at these types of people because they just take advantage of people that aren't that aren't intelligent and they speak well and they take advantage of fear. They take advantage of anger. Right, there are black people that go through racism every single day and they feel angry about it as they should right and they feel they feel uh just just wronged by society and they need and they need a rationale for those feelings and this guy comes in and he comes in and he goes oh i got you i'm gonna make money off of your anger i'm gonna make money off of your fear and i'm gonna give you the perfect solution i'm gonna give you a nice big bad guy for you to believe in that's the cause of all your problems and i'm gonna tell you some real sexy shit and I'm going to bring out the DSM-4 psychology Bible and tell you why it justifies all my bullshit, bigoted-ass opinions. So when it comes well, to this loan shit, when it comes to this loan right here, when it comes to this loan shit you're talking about here, how is it that you could get a loan for a house, but you can't get a loan for a small business? Yeah. So this is what he's saying, yes, right? Yes. He says, you can't send an Asian back that's an American. You can't send... Uh, these people back if they're Americans. Also, he says, 
Did they not put Asians in internment camps in World War II who were American citizens? <laughs> See, I'm going to let you, you respond. Feel me? You yeah, feel I'm, me? I'm going to let you respond. They put them in concentration camps. Right. American, Asian Americans, they put them in internment camps during World War II right here in this country. See, and that's see, Charlemagne or myself mm -hmm. don't have that information. Right. Schultz, on the other hand, went to school abroad and stuff. So he's I got has a little bit more understanding of you. some of these things. So he's okay. able to corner Charlemagne I got and, and, and kind of put him in a place where, hey, right. man, you know. Uh, yeah. the, the, the where he wouldn't be able to do that to me. Exactly. Here's the only reason why I haven't debated him. I need to make sure that I get more out of it than him. Yeah. For reasons you just said. Right. He's benefited from Charlemagne's platform. Right. I have a very strong following. Right. 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 I can't afford for him to benefit from right. mine. Right. You understand. Right. 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 Because the European is all about exploitation. Yes. Even there's, there's an agenda behind him wanting to debate me. Yes. That supersedes his ego. Yes. It's financial. Yes. It's political. Yes. You follow what I'm yes. saying? Yes. I don't yes. know who yes. he connected yes. to. Yes. Yes. Give yes. me the full plate. Right. Let me see exactly right. what you're about. Right. Now, if he can't, if, 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 if Schultz called me right now and said, I want to debate you and I'm going to give you a million dollars to restore your school, let's yeah. get it popping. Yeah. I'm ready. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I am not going to debate a no-namer. Right. Because right. for me, he's a no-namer. Right. I never knew him before Charlemagne, right. as you that's, said. That's how I'm not about. wasting yeah. no time with yeah. no no-namer yeah. if I'm not going to get something out of it. Right. He, even if he pull up a half mil, quarter mil, yeah. we I'm ready now. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. need yeah. no prep. Let's go. Yeah. 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 But if yeah. you think I'm going to give you the benefit of my following, my platform, yeah. my position, and yeah. I ain't getting nothing out of it but a, the conversation with a nobody, right. No, and see, and 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 that's what I'm saying. I I almost think, and I want to talk to to Schultz too, and I'm mm -hmm. asking the tough questions because he needs to be asked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but I seen Tariq Nasheed do it with him. I didn't know they had a conversation. Oh man, and he sat him down and just he just kind of you know fuck fucked him. Much for joining us, man. It's my pleasure. I listened to you on Tax yesterday. Yeah, you are talented. Thank you, my brother. You're, I don't say that about anybody. I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but I'm very, uh, you know, seldomly bestow that compliment on, on people. You have a gift. Thank you. You're a great communicator. Mm. Very, very good communicator. And I'm listening to this episode. I wonder, and I mean this when I say you are a gifted communicator, mm -hmm. and I wonder if you suffer from a lack of competition. Mm. I wonder if, you know how, like, Jordan needed the Pistons? Yeah. To reach peak Jordan, hmm. you know, and like Magic and Bird needed each other, and, and you know, all greats need somebody to push them to expose their greatness. Hmm. And I wonder if you're so good at 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 kind of at, at making arguments seem completely understandable, completely believable, that the person that you're arguing with uh, isn't challenging you enough. Hmm. And I felt, and I felt like. And I remember thinking in certain ways, like when you were talking about white supremacy, um, I was like, are you, is this, hmm, how do I explain it? Are you blinded by white supremacy in, ter in terms? Hmm. It, like where you're missing the, maybe the actual root cause of an issue? Um, well, blinded, that's interesting. Blinded right. by white supremacy. Meaning like, like meaning you're what? so committed to proving white supremacy, which right. we which we can absolutely acknowledge. Right. In, right. Certain, in certain instances is... The indicator in, is the root cause. In certain. In certain. Okay. But I think in other ones, it might not be. What happens a lot of times, 
people put black folks in token positions and say, hey, there's a black guy right there, so there's no white supremacy. There's uh, two black kids going to that school, so it's not segregated. No white supremacy. It's integrated because there's two black people right there. You see, integration is a a trick word. It's white supremacy. No, no, I'm saying you said if there's one or two, it's a token. So I'm going, what percent of representation does it become not a token, but in fact the exact representation that it should reflect of the population? When there's equal treatment and equal resources for the group. Function of white supremacy that they're doing so well here? Yeah, because they're allowed to. Other people are allowed by the white supremacists to prosper over black Americans here because the where thing are these is, meetings I'm missing? Well, see, that's the thing. There's meetings all over. <laughs> There's all over. And y'all go. won't tell us. So I gotta go. This is why we have to suspect certain I want people. Some of that Nigerian money. Yes, that's okay. why we have to suspect certain people of being white supremacists. These meetings are all over. Y'all not telling us. So, <laughs> Who's y'all? I'm not being told. You, you're not telling. I need to get CC you on know the email. A, you know somebody who knows what a meeting is. I don't know. I Please. just know these Nigerians are rich. I keep going. Nigerian hey, doctors and but, dentists. But they, I'm trying uh, they're to get allowed. Some money. That's the thing. They're allowed. They're now, allowed. Why would a white supremacist allow a black Nigerian to receive such wealth and privilege? Because they can take that wealth and privilege right away if they want to. How? Anytime. They How? Can, they can deport them. <laughs> they can send them back over to Nigeria. For what? Back you to can't their deport village. anybody. Oh, for the hell, you can't. You absolutely oh, can't. If you're I've a black heard person, Dr. Umar make this joke. If, you, he, if, this joke, if you're this a black, if you're, if you're from another country, mm-hmm. now we're talking about immigrants here. They can find a reason to deport you. They can well, say, my well, mom, my mom's an immigrant. Well, they, well, from where? From Scotland. Okay, well, she's white. That's different. So but a black you person. You can only deport black immigrants. No, I didn't say that. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. But with black people, does it say that you can deport them? With black people, well, they're doing that now with Syrians. All they have to do is say you're a terrorist. You're connected to ISIS. They can make up anything. You're connected with Boko Haram. They could make that up, and you have no proof. You have Ebola who from they, Nigeria, who so you're going to have to go back, back. Because they're connected to Boko Haram. And for people who aren't familiar with Boko Haram, Boko Haram is a terrorist organization right. with links to ISIS that is uh, operating in Nigeria right now, and it's displaced thousands of people. Um, really scary shit. But uh, who have they sent back because of Boko Haram? As far as my understanding, they've well, sent they, back with nobody. Ebola. With the Ebola thing, they, but they, Ebola they sent, is in Boko Haram. But but the thing is, I'm giving you an example, and they've never sent anybody back because do. of I'm, Ebola. I'm, I'm getting, um, they won't let people over. They'll say, "Well, but he can't come over here." Let people over is different than send back, Tariq. We, we but have I'm to just make giving you an, I'm just giving you an example about. of what they can do. This they can why, do anything. This is why you're good. I'm giving you an example. Won't question you on your shit when they question you I'm giving you an example what they can do. Like you know, I mean, shows got dashie. Now, she was saying great things, but Schultz, he's a comedian. So you have to know, know his that. mannerism, know okay. his mannerisms okay. and the way he's able to present things. Okay. He can make it seem a way. But you have that, too. Oh, yeah. Without being. See, oh, yeah. Tariq is just kind of sitting there. Well, yeah, he's know, not a scholar. He's not a scholar. He's not a trained you know, scholar. So there you yeah. go with the right supremacy. You yeah. know? So he's not. Yeah. And he's, he, don't, he may not even know how he looked. Yeah. But Schultz drilling at him. And. And you see the titles that Schultz put up. See, Charlemagne somewhere in his mind, this is it's his on his mind. He's a cancer. I know it's on his mind somewhere. He may not ever speak about it. Okay. But this guy is getting out of. I mean, he's doing. He's getting out of. And he's still at it. Yes. See, I didn't know that. He's still I did not at it. Know he's, that. He moves it like from you to he. He's a contrarian. He's turned since you and Tariq Nasheed and then this whole when he felt this though. He caught Strive and and found a way to kind of go against people and get notoriety from mm. it. He started, he stemmed and switched his whole shit to, now I'm just a contrarian. 
Right, because he's able to get the black views off of that and the white views. Exactly, and he titles it to get the white views. Like, uh, and I think if Charlemagne's not paying attention, uh, but some shit he'll say, you'll see the title of a video, and this could be coincidence. I don't think it is. I think it's by give me design. One. Can you think of one? Yeah. So, so you'll see a, a title, and it'll say something like, uh, uh, "The brilliant idiots debunk racism." Uh, and he's sitting next to one of our culture's uh, most right, prominent right, people. Right, like he co-signing that. Yeah. He's sitting next to. Yeah, and yeah. so, and I'm thinking yeah. to myself, either Charlemagne doesn't. He probably not conscious of it. You know, Joey Diaz is is amazed. Yeah, they're comedians. They trying to figure out, yo, how did you start getting these views, man? Yeah. Damn, dude, he you kicking it, culture vulture, culture and, vulture. And, and so Charlemagne, he's sitting there the whole time, just like you know, man, I was. 17, you know, I started, you know, you know, you know, going to the comedy club, you know, the next thing you know, I start putting these clips up. And so, you know, there's this weird thing that I'm hoping because Charlemagne is in a position to put people like you in front of our our youth. Yes. So in a weird way and just by conversation, I have to I have to lean towards he's being affected, man. Okay. I have to okay. just because, and I'm not saying clip wise. I got you. I'm talking you. You. two and three hours because shows gets him in these places and he can't he because he don't he like he said I don't have enough information. Right. And like right. he said, like one one of the time he told him he said about your Breakfast Club interview, he was talking about uh, something, and Charlemagne said, "Dude, I I didn't have the information. Right. Like he's 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 this is what he does. Right. He's like, um, well, how how didn't he know this or whatever? And I'll let you hear it after the interview, just so you can know, you know, have a yeah, sense of what's yeah, going on. Yeah. But you know that that's just yeah that that that's something to me. It's something there to me, and I'm just trying to figure out what stopped Umar from being on these. I here's where I'm at with it. To your point, which is an excellent point. The Roland Martin interview, when he tried to assassinate my political reputation, mm-hmm. and I flipped it. Right. I think that interview may have hurt me more to get other interviews because I did so well with it. In other words, the power structure probably said, look at what he did. We sent Roland in there with two coons. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to say three because the third brother, he was all right. Okay. But Lauren Burke and Eugene Craig, they were coons. Okay. Roland Martin and two coons, but an entourage of four, and they could not take down Dr. Umar. If he can do this to Roland, imagine what he'll do to to Don Lemon, Wolf Blitzer, Conan, you you see the Oprah. Right. We can't, if young black people see him do on Oprah or CNN what he did to Roland, he will become the black messiah. Right. See, the serious leaders, they never put them on mainstream TV. Mm. Uh-uh. They never put them on mainstream TV unless they know they can control their actions or know they have to answer to somebody who can control their actions. Mm. They put Malcolm on TV. Mm. But Malcolm had to answer to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm. Right? And the Nation of Islam is not a political organization. So okay. they didn't have to worry about them trying to make changes in society because right. they are religious. They're not right, political. Right, right, you see? Right, 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 so they right, could put right. Malcolm up. Right. Once Malcolm split... He was still on TV, but not as much because now he has the freedom to do. And we don't need him giving out marching orders on our show. Yeah. You see? Yeah. 
you got to watch that. The ones who are always on TV, they're not a threat. The real ones don't get them. Right. How many times you saw H. Rat Brown? Right. On CNN. Right. You don't see it. <laughs> Stokely yeah. Carmichael. Yeah. A yeah. few yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But not okay. on the regular. I don't even remember. Because uh, the worst thing you can do to an organizer, somebody who's organizing to undermine your agenda, is to give them your platform. Yeah. To inform their people about how they can help them yeah. undermine you. Yeah. That's why you'll never see me on. I think I can force it, though. Yeah. As we continue in this Do work this, and right, the power right, come right, and right. the school come, right. they won't have a choice. Because here's the issue with the white man. He has a need for power, but he also has a need to get paid. Capitalism and racism works hand in hand. Yes. The racism says Dr. Umar doesn't go on CNN. Yes. The capitalism says, do you know how many views we would get? If he went one-on-one right, -on -one right. with Don Lemon. Right, 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 you, right, right. If he right, does right. what Don, what he did with Roland, do you know how many views we will get? Yeah. And then the racist comes back and say, yeah, you'll get 10 million views the first day. Yeah. But at what cost? It affects How many more black youth right. are going to be woke up? How right. many more black folks are going to go looking for him? Right. And that's the balance of right. the racism and the capitalism that the white man has always had right. to strike. Right, You see, right, right, Which right. is why with the black comedians, they'll let them stretch out a little bit more with their political rhetoric. Right. Because they're comedians. They're right. not organized. Right. But the minute the comedian starts saying he wants to organize, they clip him. I.E. Uh, what's the... the I.E. Bill Cosby in jail right now because he tried to buy uh, NBC or yeah, CBS. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and what's the brother that died, man? I'm, I'm losing it. Uh, uh, activist, okay. comedian, Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory. Yeah, shout out to Dick Gregory. Shout out, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. a good, 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 good friend of mine. You know, right before he died, I spoke in D.C. We were on the same card. We spoke about three times together. We did Boston together. Uh, we did D.C. together. And we did another city together. And the last time I saw him was at a D.C. lecture, black church, right? Mm -hmm. Excuse me. He never did this before. He waited. He had already spoke. Mm -hmm. He normally go. He waited until I was done outside at his age. He waited to talk to me. I'm like, Baba Gregor, you never wait for me. I mean, we yeah, always been yeah, cool, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, never yeah. wait. Brother, we spoke outside till it got dark. Yeah. I want to say five, kicking six it. hours. Yeah. Kicking it. Yeah. yeah. Five, six hours. Now, I'm mind you, this you. man knew all my heroes. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Medgar. Personally, Malcolm. Personally, King. Person Stokely, H Rap, yeah. all minds. Yeah, yeah. And he's telling me, Umar, you got to be careful. But when I look at you, I see them. Yeah. You know, and I'm paraphrasing him, but this is basically what he's telling me. Yeah. He give me little tidbits. Watch yeah. this, watch this, watch yeah. this. Yeah. We only left. We would have been out there to the sunrise. Yeah. We only left because his driver said he had to make another run. He had to take him home. Yeah. When he took off, brother, I lied to you not. I told my brothers who was with me, I got chills. Yeah. I said, I don't think he's going to be with us too much longer. Him taking that time out to me was symbolic of him telling passing me. Passing the torch. I'm passing it. I got to go. Right? I knew all your heroes. Yeah. I'm, this is the last time I'm going to see you. Yeah. And I want you to know that you got my back. Yeah. Right? You on the right path. Keep yeah. on pushing. And you are there. It was almost like he was the go-between between Malcolm and right, me, right, King right, and me. Right, 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 right. Definitely less than 30 days, he was gone. Damn. And when I went to his funeral, I was standing in line because his daughter called me to give me a ticket. He yeah. said, my father will want you to be here. Yeah. I'm standing in line to go inside the funeral. Packed, beautiful funeral, Stevie Wonder. It was all that. 
One of his friends came up to me and said, I just want you to know that me and Bob and Dick Gregory had a lot of long conversations about you, yeah. and he loved you, Dr. Umar. Yeah. He loved yeah. you. Yeah. And, yeah. and I flash back to that. That's why he took them hours with me, because yeah. he saw something in me that he saw in them. And the message I got from him is, you ain't got to prove nothing to me. Right. I know you real. Right. That, that's what I got from yeah. him. You ain't yeah. got to prove it to me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't walk with the best. You can't trick him. You can't trick him. Ain't no tricking. No Six hours, man. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was gone. Yeah. And it was just us. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. never forget it. Man, that's electrified. I'll man. never forget it. He I was like, gone within 30 days. Damn. I, and I felt it. Yeah, I felt I said, yeah. why did he he never did that with me yeah, before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To take hours and just he was just going off the, I wish I could have taped it. Yeah, Because he was going off the top, just yeah. giving me all he could give me yeah. before he rolled. Yeah, he was pouring into you. I got him on my altar too. That's real. That's real. Man, that's deep. Yeah. So so uh, clarify, clarify your point on the uh, whole banking thing. Yes, yes, and and that situation. Black people can easily get loans for college, cars, a little tougher, but houses. We routinely are denied loans for business. A lot of that is because of intellectual racism or what they think we can't achieve. But the bigger piece of that is what economic liberation. They don't want you economically liberated. I'm not going to finance your freedom when I brought you to America to exploit your labor. Right. What do I want to finance your freedom for? When I give you the car loan, I'm investing in your debt. So when you drive that Mercedes off the lot, it's worth half of what it was. When I give you that house loan, I'm, I'm banking on the fact that you're going to get a variable mortgage that they're going to spike up on you. So you ultimately going to have to foreclose on that crib and I'm going to get it back and sell it to 10 more black families. Right, right. That's a hustle. Right. If you're not careful, yeah. a big yeah, hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. College. I know that's a hustle because you're going to spend four years in there. That interest is running every single year. You're going to come out. You're going to have to go back and get a master's. You're going to come out. You have to go back and get a doctorate right. before you even get your first real job. You owe me quarter mil. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the loans we get are for our continued economic incarceration. The business loan is for your liberation. And that's why you can get a $250,000 med school loan but you can't get a $50,000 daycare loan. Right. Now, now Schultz' position on that was um, with the car loan, the reason it's easier to get has nothing to do with race. The bank can then take that house and sell it to somebody else. Can they take, the take nobody beats the whiz and sell nobody beats the whiz when that's out of business? Can they, te- they can take the property? Can they take, but you don't own the property when you have a small business. You own you the business. You technically don't own your house either. Yes, you absolutely do own your house. You, you own your house, and if you don't pay the bills, the bank owns they it. But it, what yeah. does the bank do with nobody beats the whiz when they don't own the, the, the actual brick and they mortar that they're the on? Property. They don't own the property. Do you understand the difference between a business and property? Because if not, we can't have this discussion. No, I don't, clearly. Okay, so business, right, is Charlemagne the God Enterprises. Oh, yeah, I know that. But Are you, are you but, sure? But if you have, a, if you own a business, like as far as like leasing a building, renting a building, which most people, that's what most people get the loans for, to get the building. Most of the time. You no, need, uh, need startup money. That's not true. I grew up in a small business, and that's not well, true. Well, that's most of the time when I'm, for me, when I'm trying to start up a business. Startup money is more than the $2,000 a month that you have to spend in rent. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I I mean, you're talking you, to someone who grew up in a small nah, business. I, mean, so I understand these loans. So my father had a small, a small a seafood market in Mount Carolina. Okay, Mount so let's let's ask him about what the cost was. But, for but I mean, I think, he, I think he's right about systematic economic oppression, but I think he's using a 
an incorrect example in my understanding. Why I do you can Google it? these well, why grants. Do you want people to believe you, you but not Dr. I Umar? I can Google these grants. You can't Google the information to back up what Dr. Umar says. I did Google information. Well, I told shit, you. you did not. You already told me when I got on the phone with you, I don't disagree. You said I disagree with that one thing about sending back the, the other minorities. Yes, and I said when it came to the small business loans, mm-hmm. yes, you can get grants, but I don't know about from the banks. You can When you get small business loans, these aren't banks that are giving you small business loans. That they is have, true. They that have, is true. They That's have true. companies. Look, you know how I know that? Because I have businesses. But he's sure. insinuating the money's not out there, and I th- I really think the money, it, like Wax, should absolutely be able and to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Barack Obama yeah. allocated one point two billion dollars. Oh, right. Barack black Obama, that, that guy who hasn't done anything for black people, according to Dr. Umar Johnson, that Barack Obama. Hey. Oh, what what, what about that one point two billion dollars? Oh, I guess he just forgot the about black that. Farmers. Or maybe it doesn't fit his fucking agenda, which is give you a justification, our, our, give you that heroin you need our, because our, you feel shitty. I'm our, gonna give you a justification for your shitty our feelings show, and profit off your maybe ass. maybe he just didn't know. It's his job to know. Not really. We That's don't know. his fucking job. We don't know everything. So why don't you come here with more facts then? Because I ain't Dr. Andrew Schultz. You know what Andrew I tell every day? Read. Because this motherfucker will get up here and do exactly what now Dr. Just trying to dis- doing. Now you're just trying to discredit no, me. And say, no, 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 this is what you I'm do. Not, you try to no, discredit me. No, no, it's a very clever it's strategic, not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying strategic to move. No, it's not no, 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 no. You're trying to discredit me okay. from, from talking about this person that you and I have already had a conversation about. He said specifically in this thing, what's the difference between giving people of uh, other minorities in America loans and giving black people loans? Is America doesn't want to profit the black man's rise in economic power. Um not profit. They won't want to support it. They will do it for people, other minorities, because they could send those other minorities back to their country. How? Listen. How could you do that? I don't agree with you that either. You can't send but, but, a Chinese but, kid that was born here back to China. I, I don't agree with that. But you know the reason. It's I, not even about agree you, or not. It's wrong. I, I don't. I, I think it's wrong. But you know the reason I didn't dispute that is because I didn't know. Simple as that. How could you not know? This is Mr. Constitution. It doesn't matter. He doesn't know the fact that know. if you're born here, you can't get sent back to China. Hey, China going to look at him listen, and go, we don't want that American. The, the, it's two things I want to make a point about. The difference between me and you is. Just, I'm, why I'm why not we a, talk about this issue? Because now we're talking about us. Let's talk no, about no, no, this listen, issue. The difference between me and you is I'm not afraid to say I don't know. And if I don't know, you know what I do? I shut the fuck up and listen. Sure. And then I go research. So the next time I'm more prepared, that's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. the reason I tell you. To, it's okay to say, yo, you don't agree, agree mm-hmm. with Dr. Umar, but to say things like he gets up and he just runs his mouth and he wants people to believe in him, that's what we all do. Yeah, I didn't say any of those things. That's I, what I, you just no, said. I no, I didn't. I said he prays off people's anger and he and profits off that. you said you want that. people to believe in him and you said no, that No, I never said I want people to believe him. You said he wants people about. to believe in him. Of course he wants them so you he can profit that. off of them. Yes. Okay. I, Which, you know, we know I'm crap. living that. I got five properties. I got equity in all of them. Yes. I don't owe anything exactly. on anything. Woo. Like, I'm 100% ownership. I went to get a loan, and they told me no. And you got equity. I make $5,000 a month from two houses. Woo. They told me no. Knowing this money's coming directly from the state of Tennessee, exactly. they see it coming into the bank, exactly. and they told me no. What other reason could there be? I don't know. Because if they give you the loan, they empower you to challenge and compete with other white males for other economic agendas. Right, right. right. That's what, purely racism. And that's what I'm saying. Purely racist. Me and racist. my uncle sitting in there like, we get, you guys see K come in here every Easy. month like clockwork. Clockwork. From the government. Racism. This comes straight from the state. Racism. And they said no. We like, yo, what? See, the economic racism is more important than 
the intellectual racism, the social racism, the militaristic racism, i.e. police genocide. Why is economic racism the most important racism? Because there can be no black power without the black dollar. Mm. There can be no black Facts. power without the black dollar. Facts. If we don't kill the black dollar, we can't kill nothing else. Right. That's why they focus on that right. so much. Right. All we got to do is stop them from getting capital in large amounts, and we can kill the whole black renaissance. Facts. Now, to to clarify, now Schultz's point on that was, well, the reason you could get a car loan, the reason you can get a home loan, the reason you can get these other loans, um, it has nothing to do with race. The reason is because... They do have the ability to sell the car if you can't mm -hmm. afford it. They do have the ability to sell the house. But with a business loan, uh, nobody can – they can't sell nobody beats the whiz because you don't get the property. You just get the business. So mm -hmm. you're, you're operating a business which has no value in, right. in the marketplace is what he's saying. He's saying that, hey – Nobody beats the whiz, which is a a, right. a business. Uh, if that falls and goes out of out of commission, there's nothing you can. I mean, there's nothing that they can. If do that be the case, we step away from that and say, let's look at, let's do a case by case review of all the white folks who have been approved for business loans in one year. Just go to past year, and let's look at all the black folks who have been shot down. And let's look at whether there's any differences in equity, income, credit score. I think we all know what we're going to find. Right. You, you right, feel me? Right. No, that is yeah, an yeah, argument yeah, yeah. you cannot win. Right, 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 right. Because right. racism is the original intent of America. America was built on racism. Do you know why Thomas Jefferson declared independence from Britain? Why was there even a declaration of independence? Do you know why? Mm -mm. Because Britain had already started entertaining the conversation of liberating their slaves in their Caribbean islands and in Europe. Mm. Yeah. So the colonists, Washington, Jefferson, Franklin, Madison, they said the British are going to end slavery. Our whole purpose for creating America is to exploit slave labor to build a new country. Right. If we remained under Britain as a loyal subject and they kill slavery, they kill our whole economic empire. Mm. Contrary to popular belief, they did not declare independence on July 4th, 1776 for their freedom before your continued servitude. Mm, mm, mm. That's facts. Mm, mm, mm. If Schultz pulls some money out, I'll spank his <laughs> white ass. I ain't got no problem. I'll eat his food. And I'll be I'll eat his food, but he won't have to that. pay me because yeah. we not equals. Right. He got you if now if it was Michael Eric Dyson or somebody, right, right, we right, equals, right, 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 we can right, go. Right, and I respect right, right, Dyson, right, although right, we on two totally right, other political right, spectrum. Right, right. But you're not my equal fan. I, I think it's time for shows to show us that he's doing more than taking from this culture. Ooh, you know, because, culture vultures. Yeah, because because culture we and we we welcome the men because yeah. we got that much respect for Charlemagne. Yeah. So yeah. you you stand next to a man that we fuck with. But so we got to be careful because that's, that's never saying. reciprocated. That's what I'm saying. He's not going to do that for him. That's what I'm saying. i give you another one. I ain't got nothing against him. DJ Khaled. I got yeah. nothing against him. Yeah, yeah. But how can an Arab right. eat from black culture like that? Yeah. We've never been able to eat from Arab culture. Right. You're not going to invade Arab music right. and become one of the no. top. Eminem. Yeah. Eminem. You're not. No black person is going into a white industry and being put up as one of their greatest. Right. You don't get that in nobody else's culture. Only black folks. It's mostly our fault, though. We allowed them to come in yeah. and exploit this. Vlad is another one. How do you let. Vlad has been responsible for. 
at the end of the day, man, these kind of people are in these positions. Like you said, it'll be rough for me to. And they have no loyalty to the culture. That's what I'm saying. It's it all about. It's purely the, for personal and economic right, and political right, gain. Right. There's no loyalty to the culture. Meaning, if something better came along, which required them to turn their back on the culture, right. they do it in a heartbeat. Right. There's no loyalty there, and you can feel it. And that's what I that's what I think about the whole Charlemagne thing. And 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 I don't I don't say that to to get in between those guys. Right. I just understand the way it looks. I got to be honest about. See, I thought looked. the whole Schultz thing was a one stop shop. In other words, he, he, went, he went at me for a couple times and he left. I thought it was a thing in the past. Because this is the thing. This is what he finds fucked up, right? 15 minutes they were talking when he was trying to flip it on Charlemagne. Mm. And he was saying like, well, if I were you, man, I'll be responsible with my platform. I wouldn't put someone that hate gays and that hate. I don't hate gays. That's what I'm saying. So, but, but he's saying that. To, to penetrate Charlemagne's mind like, oh, fuck. But Charlemagne's standing on the square in right, the moment. Right, 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 right. But I know right, in the right. back of his mind, he's like, okay, we are in council culture. Like, I don't know if this is dangerous. If it's, Whether or not he's introducing doubt. Interview Donald Trump. That's what I keep trying to tell you. No, I don't, it's the difference I don't between dis- interviewing somebody and promoting their rhetoric, and you promote this guy's no, rhetoric. No, I was promoting a Breakfast Club interview because right after that, I put the ASAP Rocky interview out. Literally seconds later, yeah, I was you, promoting all the new interviews you just, we had up on our website. Jokes. You have, you have, Trump you have, is using uh, his free speech to fucking hurt people have, uh, and promote you have hate. Said, all of a sudden, I'm a good guy for saying that. Everybody supports 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 that. Good for saying that we're pointing out the inequalities in the world. But when we share a document, you want to try to prove it. We do this now. The reason I told you that is because Joe's rhetoric was Charlemagne is a puppet. This is why I keep telling you, Charlemagne was a puppet. Why would I take people like that? More committed to your own opinion. What am I not committed to? You get on this podcast and say verbatim. People who say people don't agree with you. People who say white man is the devil. Or they don't agree with being gay or anything. Why would I put them on the air? If I was a puppet, same way I would take a gay man. And let him get on there. I can put D-Ray on it. This is the thing about people in general. Anybody mm-hmm. with a real opinion or anybody who says things that people don't agree with, people are going to disagree. I could take a nice, sweet... Introducing doubt okay. into a mind that that probably that I I'm, know I'm, is upset. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I'm going to give Charlemagne the benefit yeah, of the yeah, doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. But your point is well taken. Yeah. And I may speak with him about that next time I see him. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to speak with him about that. And I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll hear this and, and, and he'll probably... He'll pro- they'll probably speak about it because I'm telling you there's something there every time he brings you up he discredits it on yes. a level where it's like it's almost it's almost like if I go home and tell my woman I want to eat chicken tonight and she oh my god chicken's the worst fucking thing at some point yeah. I'm gonna stop bringing up that yeah. I want to eat chicken yeah. it's uh, it's unnecessary yeah. we're friends we're we're yeah. supposed to be boyfriend and girlfriend there's no need for us to argue about so we'll eat something else yeah right and I think he's kind of He's pushing. You know what I think a lot of it boils down to? There's nothing a white racist male hates more than an unapologetically African alpha male. Yeah. And what he hates even more than that is a unapologetically African alpha male whose foundation is not mutable 
by the white power structure. Yeah. In other words, when you say we want to destroy Dr. Umar, you can't go to no university. I don't work for him. Right. You can't go to no right. school district. I don't work for him. Right. You can't go to Minister Farrakhan. I'm right. not in that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Who? You can't go to the NAACP. He's not that. Right. You can't go to the Masons. He ain't one. Right. You can't go to the Elks. You can't go yeah. to the Greeks. Yeah. We can't go to a black church. Right. Who in the hell can yeah. we reach out to yeah. to pull Dr. Umar's collar? Right. Nobody. Exactly. And my power base is my people. Yeah. This is critical. Because when you look at a lot of our hip-hop artists, although they're from the hood, some of them still in the hood, yeah. their power base is the major music industries, the mm-hmm. conglomerate. Right, 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 right. And since most mainstream hip-hop is purchased by non-Africans, they require some degree of complicity because you don't want to alienate your white base. Right. Now, we may we listen to the hip hop more than white folks, right? But we're able to get it through different venues that don't require yeah, yeah, us yeah, to yeah, pay yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, follow yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 it's yeah. not that white folks are listening right. to hip hop more than us. No, we're able to get it without paying for right. it. You see, right. but in terms of purchasable consumers, the whites are buying it more in than the us. Marketplace, the marketplace, right. right? So they can be controlled to a degree because you have a white constituency right. no different than a black politician. Right. My constituency is 100% black. Sure, yeah. 100%. You see, I ain't got no Arab constituents. Yeah. I ain't got no Anglo-Saxon. Yeah. I ain't got no Chinese. Yeah. My power base, to some degree, think almost like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you shut him when he's standing on millions of people who believe what yeah. he believes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah. That's the issue with people like Schultz because yeah. they're so used to making one phone call. And killing it. And killing it. Yeah. So, but, and so what he understands is because he's a psychologist. So what he understands is, see, th- this dude is, he's stealth. He's, he's got. And you know what else I learned? He studies me. Yeah. He studies. Meticulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he knows. Yeah. But, and, and so. He he's a, he's a psychologist. So when he talks about it, he he puts it in a in a way where, like I said, if you're listening and you don't know any better, or you don't know for yourself, yeah. or you don't go yeah. research for yourself, he puts it in a way where it's like, whoa, whatever he was just talking about, that must be true. Yeah. Like that guy must not know what he's talking about, yeah. you know. And so I just think it's something there that 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 just needs to be addressed. But your message. Oh, that's what I was going to say. What I think is going on is that he understands that. Well, not only him, people, because I'll oh, take it off shows. Some people understand that. So what they know is if I can get to Charlemagne or if I can get to – because I can't affect him. Get to the gatekeepers. Exactly. Get to the gatekeepers. If I can get to him and say, well, he's LGBT. He, he hates gays, man. Or he mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that they're like uh, – mm-hmm. Assassinate the character, yes. make the host feel ashamed, yes. and kill access to the platform. Because what he he's also said about the school, he said, "Hey, listen, um, you know, because Charlemagne was trying to defend you. He was like, man, that man, he's not going to be teaching the kids to hate gay people.' And he was like, "Oh, so you think the man who's uh, spitting all this rhetoric all around the world is going to have a school and then stop spitting the rhetoric? You know, see, he puts them <laughs> in these, but." Here's what I say, because when I speak at universities, I'm going to get a phone call because black LBGTers are going to tell them I hate gays Mm. and they're going to contact me. And this is religiously. Okay. 
and, and I'm going to ask them one simple question. I have more videos on YouTube than any living black scholar in the world. Yeah. Can you find me a clip where I said I hate or that I advocate hatred of gays? Show it to me. Can you show me a clip where I said I hate white women or I advocate hatred of white women? Me telling black men that they don't need to be with white women ain't about hating white women. It's about loving black women. Mm. Me being against LBGT ain't about hating LBGT. It's about loving the black family. Mm. You see, don't confuse the mean and the method with what your interpretation is. Mm. And that's what they do. Mm -hmm. So they'll try to put their interpretation on my message. You cannot do that. Prove through my words your position that I'm a hater. Right. You see what I'm saying? That's all Charlamagne had to hit him with. Right. Give me something he said that you feel substantiates your claims that he hates gays. Right. And I've spoken on LBGT a lot. So you shouldn't have no problem finding evidence. What is your position? My position on LBGT is this. I love all black folks. I don't care what they are. Gay, straight, crooked, whatever. Crazy. I love all black folks. Right. Right. But I reserve the right to disagree with any actions, positions, lifestyles, or agendas that are not in the best interest of African people. Which is to say that I'm politically pragmatic. As a pragmatist, you bring me something, and I ask you, how does this benefit me? Like a vegan or a vegetarian, they are dietary pragmatists. When you bring them a meal, you know what they're going to do? They're going to look at it and say, there's no nutritional content in this hoagie. I'm not going to eat it. You follow what I'm saying? They're going to look and say, well, this carrot got a little bit of fiber, but this kiwi got more. I'm going to eat the kiwi instead of the A vegan and a vegetarian, they are dietary pragmatists. They're not eating it if there's no nutrition in it, period. Right. It must be of benefit and nothing in it better be of detriment. Right. That's how I am politically. Okay. You bring me homosexuality, I'm going to ask you. In a community where most men are incarcerated or dead, in a community where most black women will never be married, in a community where our sisters are the last married and the first divorce, how can introducing same-sex marriage amongst men benefit our people? You see that? No hate. (laughs) No hate. How does that, how does black boys seeing black men be sexually intimate with each other benefit their manhood training? pragmatism it's no different if you bring me a black man with a white woman how does black boys seeing a black man love all up on a white girl and not a black one how does that benefit us you bring me white jesus how does black people worshiping a white male image as their lord benefit us psychologically and spiritually i'm pragmatic yeah with all things right not just one thing right i'm pragmatic with all things right right I've been on LBGT shows. They invite me on, okay. and we have respectable dialogue. Right. Right? And I asked them the same question. It's never been answered. Can you give me one benefit? I'm just looking for one because I'm yeah. a pragmatist, so there needs to be benefit for Right, me. right. Can you give me one benefit of the free expression and practice and promotion of homosexual and lesbian lifestyles in our community? Right. Can you give me a benefit? And they can't answer that. I haven't been given an answer yet in 20 years. Mm. Mm. And they and so what you're saying is that people tend to twist that. They twist my message in order to render it so ridiculous to that be ineffective. People, so people don't listen any yeah. further. Yeah. See, Schultz's agenda is to stop people from listening to my message. Right. Because he knows that it's so politically potent. So what I'm going to do is misrepresent what the man is saying and make it look so diabolical that when I tell people what he stands for, they will be gullible enough 
to believe what I said and not go and see for themselves. Yeah, and that's what Charlemagne told him. Hey, did you even watch the interview? But he said, man, I watched the first eight minutes and knew he was full of shit. He's I couldn't jealous. even get through it. He's jealous. Yeah. So that's, that, that, jealousy. That, that's a that's a that's a whole man, that's a mm -hmm. shit show. Yeah. But but moving out of that into into police genocide. Yes. Let's 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 spend some time. Police now. genocide. The reason we got such a strong return of police genocide under the Obama administration because it's been with us since we've been here. The slave patrollers were the first police. Right. Remember, no state has a national security force until slavery ended. There's not even a mature federal incarceration system till 1865. So the prison system was literally made for us. Mm. With that being said, the reason you saw so much of that come back during the Obama years is because white people who are politically uneducated I'm talking about poor white trash mm -hmm. who don't have a political education. It's like poor black folks don't have a political education. Right. Poor white trash interpreted the Obama victory as a message that white people were losing control of America. That's why white folks bought all the guns and all the ammunition. There was more guns and ammunition purchased during Obama's years than any other president in the past 25 years mm. because poor white folks don't know no better. They think a black face means black power. Poor black people don't know no better. Right. They think a black right, face right, means right, black right, power. You right, see what right, I'm saying? Right. So the reason the police went crazy is because putting a black man in the White House to uneducated whites actually meant a changing of the political guard from white to black. Mm -hmm. They didn't know Obama was just a stooge. He was mm -hmm. just a token. Mm -hmm. He was just an agent of right. white power. They didn't know that. Rich whites know that. Educated whites know that. Poor whites, which are the bulk of America, they didn't know that. Mm. So the police, largely being working class, a step above those poor whites, you see, they have the same mentality. So the best way they could exercise their disgraceful views on the Obama situation was to attack black folks, knowing he would do nothing about it. Let us be clear. Had they knew Obama would speak up and stand up for black folks against the police, it wouldn't have got out of hand like that. They knew he would do nothing about it. And one of the most cowardly moves of Obama was after Freddie Gray had his spine snatched from the back of his skull up in Baltimore mm -hmm. the very next week. Guess what this Negro does? This Negro peeing Barack Obama signs a blue shield law that protects police against any type of resistance from the people that they arrest, making it punishable life in jail and all this other stuff if you harass or abuse the police. In other words, a black boy just got killed by the cops. Instead of you making a law to protect the civilians from the police, you signed a bill to protect the police from the civilians. That was Obama's message to white America that I am on your side, not black folks. Mm, mm, mm. Once white folks saw that the president of the United States, I mean, let's be let's go to the legal now. The president of the United States, according to American jurisprudence, is the chief law enforcement officer in the country. Mm -hmm. You follow me? Right. Obama is the commander in chief yes. of all military forces. Yes, yes. The Patriot Act brought the police under the military. So Barack Obama is the number one cop. Right. And the number one cop yeah. won't say or do anything about his employees taking the lives of our defenseless people, men, women, and children. Mm. Obama is the reason that thing got out of control. And our support of Obama is the reason it got out of control. Because the power structure said, look. We're letting the police kill their people every day. Mm -hmm. Obama ain't said a word, and black folks won't even challenge him on it. Once they saw that we would let Obama get away with the defenseless murders of black folks, mm -hmm. 
They went all in. Do you do you think? Because I know you were saying that he has to face criticism. Do you think he faced any by the time he left no. office? From Barack him? Obama is untouchable. Two people you cannot talk about in our community: White Jesus and Barack Obama. He's untouchable, which is dangerous. You know why? Because that means we still haven't even learned the lesson that the Obama presidency should have right. taught us: that a black face don't equal black power. Right. And that white supremacy is white supremacy, irregardless of the hand that carries out the agenda. Right. We still haven't learned it because we're too emotionally connected to the situation. You're not supposed to fall in love with politicians. Period. This is a big mistake of black folks. We fall in love with politics. If you run for mayor of Nashville, guess what? If I don't like you, I'm not going to vote for you. Yeah. You might have the best economic plan for my people. You might have the best plan for the schools. You might have the best plan for the jails. You might got the best plans for the homeless. You might got the best, best plans for Fisk and Tennessee State. You got all the right ideas. But I don't like you. Mm. And because I don't like you, I'm mixing personal with business. Mm. Look at that. Mm. Because I don't like you, even though I agree that everything you're saying is right. Because I don't like you, I won't vote for you. Yeah. And that is black people's political immaturity, yeah. and it has been haunting us ever what since the that? civil what, rights. What, 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 do you, what do you think that's from? I think a lot of it has to do with the way in which black church has evangelized black politics to the point that, remember, it's the pastor that brings the politician yeah, I've seen that. to preach in yeah, the church to I've get your that. vote. Yeah, right? I've seen that. Now, the church claims not to be political, but the church is the most political institution in the community because in order to get elected, you got to get endorsed by who? Yeah. The church. Yeah. So the pastor brings the politician in. So you got two pimps sharing the pulpit, yeah. the pastor and the politician to serve the people up at the voting block, you see. Mm. So the church is ran on emotion and imagination. In order to be a good pastor, you must be a very good communicator yes. of emotion yes, yes, and imagination. Yes, yes, you yes, see? yes, yes, yes. So the politician automatically is being introduced to the black congregation through the pastor. That automatically means that the way in which we engage our pastor, emotions and imagination we engage our politician, mm, emotion and imagination yeah, yeah. with one extra added detriment or side effect. And that is the pastor as a representation of God is beyond reproach, questioning or accountability. Uh, you see, mm, mm. and if the politician stands next to the pastor, mm. isn't he also beyond right. accountability? Because can't nobody Criticism. else stand up, Bill. Exactly. And that's why the two most untouchable people in the black community is the elected official and the bishop. Mm, mm, mm. So The two people who should be doing the most are asked to do the least. Mm. And, and you know, like I say, church for me, you know, like I say, like you, I've heard you say before, is that they only ask you to show up and give hope. So there's no, they don't invoke mm. any kind of no real. No action. No action. Yeah. Pay and pray. Yeah. Same thing with the politician. Vote in hope. Preacher, pay and pray. Politician, <laughs> vote in hope. Dr. Umar comes in on a Garvey train, and I say, that ain't bad. But if it's not coupled with action, it is worthless. Right. That ain't bad. Right. But if it ain't coupled with action, it's worthless. Right. So this is what we're going to do. I'm going to still let you Pray and pay, yeah. and I'm going to still let you vote and hope. Yeah. And once you're done praying and voting, we're going to come and do some work. Yeah. And then the pastor and the politician must shoot me down. Yeah. Mind you, I didn't shoot them down. I said, you can Go still ahead. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. But when you're done, come see me. Yeah, yeah. 
Why couldn't they endorse me the way that I endorsed them? I'll tell you why. Right. Because their constituency working with me, okay, excuse me, my constituency working with them doesn't put me out of business. Mm. Their constituency working with me puts them out of business. Because right. guess what? Once she get a husband and once he get a job, they ain't coming back to yeah, church. Yeah, 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 yeah. The church is the hangout for single black women yeah. and unemployed black males. Yeah. Once he gets some economic empowerment, his Jesus can go home with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the pastor depends on poverty yeah. to keep his population. Yeah. Now. They preach a better tomorrow. Exception to the black bourgeoisie churches. Because, you know, you got the churches where everybody in there make a million dollars. Right, I right. ain't talking about right, that. Right, right, I'm right. talking about the masses of black churches right. are peopled by the poor. Right. You see, the minute you ain't poor no more, you don't need it no more. Yeah. Because Jesus. you in there and they keep talking about you gonna finally make you something just exactly. hold on. Exactly. You thinking well, exactly. I'm, and the politician go out of business too. You know why? Sixty percent of Americans vote. I'm a political science major. Forty percent don't. Let me say that again. Half of America don't vote. Black, Period. white, rich, poor. Do you know why? I'll tell you why. Poor people know the politicians ain't thinking about them. Mm. Rich people know. We own the politicians. Can't be affected. The only people who vote are middle class and working class. Poor people don't matter. Rich people don't care. Right. Do you Makes feel sense. me? Makes sense. So if you empower black folks economically, guess what? They ain't going to go vote no more. Or they might, but it won't be the central tactic yeah. in their arsenal of liberation. Because they got control yeah. of Rich people ain't got the vote because they own the politicians. Yeah. Poor yeah. people ain't got the vote because they know they don't matter. Yeah. 40% of Americans don't vote. This is not a democracy. Yeah, 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 yeah. America is not a democracy. First of all, the word democracy is not in the Constitution. Mm. It's not in the preamble. It's not in the Declaration. It's not in the Magna Carta. What is it in? It's not in none of your 50 state constitutions. How did the word democracy yeah, get left out it? of every... Because America is a republic. Democracy is a rule of the majority. This is the rule of law. Mm, this is sense. a gangster operation. United States of America <laughs> is a bank <laughs> pasturing itself as a nation. Yeah, yeah. So so when, when you talk about... Um... The solution. Everybody knows the solution. Everybody's scared to say it. Go back in our history. And this brings up the praying and the voting again, by the way. Are you aware that every significant change we got in America, we pay for it in blood? Can you name me one significant change in black America, 400 years now, that you got praying or voting? Can you give me one? Everything I know came through blood. Civil rights, uh, uh, you got out of slavery, blood. 13th Amendment, blood. 14th Amendment, blood. You had to protest, go to jail, get killed, get beat up. You understand me? 15th Amendment, blood. Civil Rights Bill, blood. Yeah, yeah. Voting Rights Act, blood. Everything you got, you got through blood. You can't name me no damn vote that ever changed anything for black America. Let's go to police genocide. Right now, we're in a pre-campaign season, right? Can you name me the Democratic candidate who has stated on record that they have a solution to police genocide? Can you name me an independent candidate who stated they got a, a, a solution to police genocide? Can you name a Republican candidate who has stated that they have a solution to police genocide? Nope. And do you know why? Because they know, like we know, what the solution is. And you cannot say it on TV. The only way black America 
is going to get the police to back off of killing black America? Is black America going to have to go to war with police just like you went to war with the KKK? Just like you went to war with the Confederate soldiers? Just like you went to war with the police back in the black power movement? Just like Dr. King and them went to war with white racist governments? Even though they claim to be nonviolent, there was nothing nonviolent about the nonviolent movement because Dr. King faced off with dogs and water hoses and police. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was nothing nonviolent about right. nonviolence. Right, you see, right, right. show me where we got anything without violent confrontation. The only way you're going to stop police genocide, the only solution, black men will have to make up their mind, not another one. And the next time there is another one, we got to get our weapons and we got to march straight to the police and we got to face off. And you know what that means? Just like the Civil War. Mass casualty on each side. Yeah. Mass casualty. I don't want it. You don't want it. But I know that in order for our grandchildren's grandchildren to live free, it has to happen. Until they lose blood, ours will never stop flowing in the streets. Deep. I mean, because, you know, you, 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 you meet force with force, man. You meet force with force. Yeah. and that's, that's What did uh, Frederick say? My ancestor, Frederick Douglass, power concedes nothing without a demand. Yeah. It never did and it never Theory. will. Yeah. He said the problem with black folks is you want rain, but you don't want thunder. You want crops, but you don't want to rip up the ground. You want the ocean, but you don't want to deal with the waves. Yeah. You got to take the good with the bad. Yeah. What did Nat Turner say? Nat Turner said when the spirit revealed itself to me, it said that this you must do. And whether it comes rough or smooth. Whether it comes rough or smooth, you comes. got to do it however it yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that, shit, that shit's so deep. Like, people got to feel that. People have to understand what that means and wrap their brain around And the that. attorney that interviewed him, Thomas Gray, I believe he was an attorney. At least he was an author. He said, Nat, didn't you say God sent you visions to lead this raid? Nat said, yeah. He said, well... And by the way, you can download the whole Confessions online for free. Nat Turner Confession, 1831, Thomas Gray. <laughs> he said, well, all your homies is lynched. They killed Nelson. They killed Hart. They killed Sam. Will the execution to kill? All your soldiers is killed. They lynching black folks all over Sam, South, Southampton County. He said, well, doesn't that mean your Lord has failed you, brother? Nat Turner looked at him. He said, nah, because even Jesus Christ had to be crucified. Facts. Look at that. Facts. Even to the day that he died, Ooh. Nat Turner. And then when they took Nat Turner across the street to get lynched, they said, do you have anything you want to say? Nat Turner said, nah, hurry up and get on with it. <laughs> and then they said when they put the noose around Nat Turner's neck, he didn't show no fear. His body didn't even shake. He was a gangster. You talk about ride he and die? He was a gangster. Nat was wasn't real. playing? Yeah, he, was real. he said even Jesus had to be crucified. Yeah. And where was Nat Turner killed? Jerusalem, Virginia. Wow. Jerusalem, Virginia. I ain't know that. Black Christ. Man. Black, the real Ooh, black Christ. We that's deep. That's some deep shit. The bro. other day, my mother and I was watching the movie 300. You saw 300. Mm -hmm. The um, mm -hmm. Sword movie. Yeah, the um, Athenians and the Greeks, mm -hmm. right? Leonidas took 300 soldiers to go meet uh, 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 um, that damn Arab that was running the, the, the world at the time, right. Darius or whoever. Right, right, right. I'm watching that movie. You know what I said to myself? I said, this ain't about no damn Greeks. I said, this is Nat Turner. Mm. This is Nat Turner. We're no more than 60 taking on the entire United States government. Mm. He said, I'm not waiting for no vote. 
I'm not waiting for Jesus. I'm not waiting for no damn reparations. I'm not waiting for Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton. My people are going to be free now. Yeah. You see yeah. that? He went Matt Turner with it. said now. Yeah, he wasn't gone. Now. He went with it. Boy. He went with it and, and killed what, everything. When was this? The 1831. Just picture that. 1831. Man. Mind you, he was born 1800. A few days after Matt Turner was born, they lynched. Gabriel Prosser. Remember, Gabriel Prosser was going to lead the largest slave revolt ever known. Richmond, Virginia. Mm. He got snitched out. Two, two coons. He got snitched out by two coons. And then 1822, nine years before Nat Turner, you got Denmark Vesey down in Charleston, South Carolina. His was going to be even bigger than Gabriel's. Mm. Got snitched out by two coons. God. Been so Nat Turner, Nat Turner seeing this. Said, okay, I can't tell too many people. Right. <laughs> right. Because these coons is loyal right. to their master. Right. So he only told those Nelson, Hark, Sam. There's four or five of them. And then they brought the other ones in. And the baddest soldier he had was Will the Executioner. Will wasn't playing. Remember, Nat Turner, it was agreed with will strike first death. He had to go kill his master first. They said, since you the leader, you got to prove your loyalty. Strike first death. Mm. Nat Turner hit him. He didn't die. Before he can even say nothing, Will came with the battle axe. Crack, crack the skull. <laughs> now, mind you, Will wasn't even one of the originals. But Will ended up being the main one. Will yeah. was no joke. Getting at it. Yeah. Will wasn't no joke. Yeah, yeah. Why they don't talk about him as much? Nat Turner, because Nat Turner and Marcus Garvey are very dangerous. Because Nat Turner shows what a true Christian man will do for his people if he really believe in Christ. Yeah. See, they don't need that in black church. Right. Because if you go take, because remember now, Nat Turner was a pastor. So you go to, Nat Turner was a pastor of the church. So you go take Nat Turner, you say, pastor, look what this man did in 1831. We wasn't even considered people yet. What you didn't do? Right, nothing. Oh, (laughs) oh, Nat Turner's example exposes the whole Christian church. And then Garvey example. He the only significant black leader we had after slavery who didn't use religion. Period. Period. Everybody gave you religion except yeah. Marcus Garvey. He said, this ain't no religion. This ain't going to be no Muslim thing. This ain't going to be no Christian thing. This is going to be an African thing. Yeah. And his movement is the only one that included black people on every continent. Garvey is the only leader in modern history who you can say was actually leader of the race. Yeah. Because every significant yeah. population of blacks in the world was represented in the Garvey movement. That's not true for nobody after yeah. Garvey. Nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Global leader of African people without a single penny from white folks. He buying ships. Black star line over here. Black star line. No money from white folks. Mm. One time one of, the, one of the members came to him and said, Mr. Garvey, we got a rich white man. He want to donate. He believes on what you're trying to do. Marcus Garvey said, you tell him to keep his money. This is a black man's movement. We never took a penny from another race. Strong man there, boy. He was a strong man. Yes, sir. Now, so down here, just speaking about police genocide, we had a guy here, uh, Daniel Hambrick, R.P. Daniel. He, the, the police killed him, right? So he jumps out of what they said was a stolen vehicle, and he's running. And I would say he's about 50 feet from the police officer. The police officer now makes a decision to say, "Damn, this this young man's fast. I can't I can't catch him." Mm. Pulls his guns out and he murders him. Shoots mm. him in the back as he's running. Mm. Shoots him. Boom, boom. They just socially run. relevant. You there needs to be 
some structure yes. in where this. that's automatically attended to it as a priority item. Yes. Separate from yes. your music. Yes. As a black man or yes. woman. I'm glad you mentioned these names, Meek Mill, Kardashian. Cause as you know, Meek and Jay got the criminal reform thing they working on. Right. Kim Kardashian is running around with her little I love black people and want to get them out of jail movement. Right. right? Here's what we got to pay attention to. First of all, with Jay and Meek, it is my hope that they focus on systematic change as opposed to what Kardashian is doing. What Kardashian is doing is what white folks do all the time. They never attack the causes of the problem. They only deal with symptoms. Mm. So Kardashian runs around and she'll get that grandmother out. Right. Thank you. Right. I'm glad she's out. Right. She'll go get that woman out. Right. Thank you. Right. I'm glad she's out. Right. But that though they're symptoms of the problem. Right. They're not the problem. They're the consequences right. of the problem. What are you going to do to systematically change the law, yes. the process, yes. the system, yes. so this won't happen again? Right. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. And I tell Meek Mill to his face. I tell Jay Z to their face, and I like them both. I support both brothers. Right. If y'all do the Kardashian thing. I'm going to brand you as a hypocrite and a phony. Right. Don't tell me that you're helping individuals get out of jail to the exclusion of systematic change in the criminal justice system. Right, right. I'll give you an example with Barack Obama. His last year in office, what did Obama do? He commuted the sentence of hundreds of people in jail, right? Mm-hmm. Started letting them out. Yeah. Black, yeah. white, letting homes, them out. Yeah, da, 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 yeah, da, 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 yeah. Da. yeah. I'm glad they got out. Right. But please don't be distracted by the fact that Obama did nothing to systematically change change the problem so that don't happen again. Because guess what? That grandma that Kardashian got out because she didn't change the system. There'll be 10 grandmothers to replace her. That young sister that Kardashian right. got out because she didn't change the system, right. it'll be 30 more sisters to right. replace. If, if, if Meek and Jay are going to follow the Kardashian stunt of dealing with individuals but not systems, right. individuals but not systems, right. individuals but not systems, right. then guess what? Every brother you get out of jail will be replaced with 100 yeah. more. Right. Every every person Obama right. let out his last year of office with those commuted sentences, yeah. they've already been replaced yeah. by hundreds more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Never let nobody play games with your intelligence enough to make you think that progress has been made because one or two people got out of jail. See, that's the same logic that America uses when black people say we're economically devastated. America will say, well, wait a minute, you got Jay-Z. You got Bill Cosby. You got Tyler Perry. Those are individuals. And you don't judge progress for a people based on individuals. And the only reason why they get away doing that with black folks is because we are so individualistic that we don't care about the group. We don't care about teamwork. We're not interested in the collective. So you can run that hustle on us because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I don't care about him or her. I only care about me. Yeah, and that's a real thing. That's definitely a real thing. And when I look at, you know, Meek and and, and Jay, and even with Jay doing this whole NFL deal, he's, he's facing a lot of backlash. Uh, about it have you, you my i haven't looked at it intensively yet right. i will 
But here's my early position. My early position is simply this. Jay-Z has done more than most mainstream rappers yeah. put together right. when it comes to issues of social justice. Right. The Khalif Browder documentary, I'm not even including that. Right. Okay? But I do know that when the protesters and the activists was arrested during the Michael Brown in the aftermath of the Michael Brown assassination, he paid for them to get out. Right. When they was arrested in the aftermath of the Freddie Gray situation, he paid for them to get out. Right. I've, I've seen where he's went to Africa yeah. and helped finance certain types of infrastructure in the villages. Right. Did he do everything? No. Yeah. Did he do enough given his economic position? Maybe not. But that's not to say he won't. Right. I recognize that where Jay-Z is on the economic economic too. totem pole, too. he me cannot too. move as freely as you. Yeah. You yeah. might can't move yeah. as freely as me. Right. But right. You, you understand? Right. Right. So you have to respect where people are right. Right. in their personal journey yeah. and not superimpose your value system yeah. on them. Yeah. It's no different than if a sister walked in here with a blonde wig on her head. Yeah. She knows I don't agree with that. I right. ain't got to say it. Right. If a brother came in here with his white wife, he knows yeah. I don't agree. Yeah. I ain't got to say it. Right. But the fact that she wanted to interview me says she trying. Right. The fact that he right. came in here with his white girlfriend right. and right. said, Doc, I know you don't agree with this, right. but I'm trying. Yeah. You got to yeah. respect people when they try. Right. And I, my whole thing with Jay is, like I told my friends and a couple of guys when I was talking in the, in the studio last night, I'm like, to have a billion dollars to be a billion dollar guy a billion dollar black man yeah black black man he's the only person you're gonna ever see do anything do that yes you'll never see nobody no. else do that no you will never no. see so for me and i don't speak on on things until like i say yeah. they play out so it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna give this guy the benefit of the doubt yeah. for a second yeah because the what i said and i don't know if this is his thinking or not but what i said is how do you know he ain't trying to get in here to finally get one of these NFL teams because from what I understand, we don't have a black NFL right, owner. At all. What if he trying to be the first? And if he becomes that, maybe he'll give Kaepernick his job back right. while he's still got a couple good years. Right, right. You don't know the man's strategy. Right. And our problem as a people, you saw it with me with the school, right. is we want to know publicly right right now what you publicly doing? yeah yeah we yeah. want to know on youtube yeah, we want to yeah. know on facebook yeah come on snapchat yeah. all controlled by the yeah. enemy we want you to tell us publicly what your plans are you damn fool <laughs> if i tell you what my plan are it will be destroyed before i if jay-z told you what he was really up to he'd never get a chance to implement it right see we got to recognize something what a leader says to the media may not be the same message he shares with you. It doesn't mean he sold out to the media. Mm -hmm. It's meaning he's thinking strategically right. because he has to protect his agenda. Right. And if he opens up the agenda, the art of war is deception. Exactly. The art of war is deception. You must deceive your enemy until you achieve the victory. Right. I'll give you a quick case. Dr. King. A lot of people don't know this. Did you know that Dr. King didn't believe in nonviolence? No. <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> did not believe in nonviolence. Yeah. You know what they did? They went to Pennsylvania and got Bayard Rustin from Chester, PA, my neck of the woods, and brought him down to Alabama and said, you have to convince him that nonviolence is the way we got to promote the this situation. agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
King was not for it. He said these crackers will never bend to it. Yeah. Bayard Rustin said, if you do it any other way, you can get killed. King said, I'm going to do this because strategically it's the best way to go. Yeah. Not because I believe in right. it. Right. Most people don't even know. Nonviolence wasn't Dr. King's idea. That was Bayard Rustin. <laughs> King said, y'all crazy. Y'all brought me from Atlanta for this. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? The entire time, the entire time, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference had a stockade of weapons. Wow. Because they thought that there would come a day where the nonviolence would break down. Yeah. And, and we they gotta, would have to we defend themselves. Them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Strategy. Yeah. Our people want you to be so a matter of factly. Yeah. In public. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Give the enemy your whole plan. Yeah. It's crazy. To pacify a couple yeah, who ain't gonna yeah. support you anyway? Yeah, ain't gonna do nothing but <laughs> clap twice and go on something else. And 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 the crazy thing is, we are so like you said, we're searching for man. And I don't, I don't know if any other race does this, man. When we finally get a guy like a Jay Z mm-hmm. or like a Umar mm-hmm. or or like anyone that's in a position to be looked at as doing right or good yes. or for us, yes. We 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 search that room for a dirty sock, man. Oh yes, they search that yes. fucking room for a dirty uh, yes. like. Which and why do they search the room for the dirty sock? Part of it is self hate because they need to assassinate your character. But why do they need to assassinate your character in addition to the self hate? Because they need to be able to live with themselves for not following you. They need to be able to justify. Why they didn't get behind you. They have to be able to explain to their children and family and friends why you did not support this brother who was doing something good for the people. They did it with Dr. King. All the Negroes who were scared to march against the police. Oh, he cheated on his wife. Yeah, oh, he, you you yeah, follow yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hide you know why they fed? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't just to satisfy the appetite to destroy the character of another black man. Yeah. They needed an excuse yeah. to justify their lack of participation. Yeah. The reason they need to find fault with me, they need an excuse why they don't donate to the school. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, it ain't right, just right, about right. making you look bad. Right. Making you look bad helps me defend the fact that I did not support Fit you. my position. Yes. Right, right. And so, uh, with, even with Jay, I'm like, yo, y'all just chill. Chill. The you got to see it through. Yeah, and the coach is saying, oh, my God, look what he did. The first thing he done, he came out, like, because now they said, well, he's selling T-shirts and selling something. My thought is, okay, the first thing you need is capital. Yes. So, and you not can, only that, I'm looking to see how many jobs are being made for black folks off of that because y'all going to watch the games anyway. Yeah. And the same people condemning Jay-Z at home watching NFL games right Every now. Every Sunday. And it's, it's the craziest stuff. So I hope and I pray that Jay-Z does the right thing again. I he has too. a track record, so we're going to give him the benefit you of gotta the You got to give him time to operate. Right. Right. Now, once this NFL scheme is over, I can judge him in hindsight because right. he's done. Right. But as long as he's in it, I got to see it through. Yeah. And we are too quick to condemn and criticize black folks, but we will give white folks a million chances. Yeah. We've been giving them chances for 400 years, yeah. and we still got 400 more years <laughs> of chances for white folks. Right. But we won't even give a brother yeah. a half a chance. That's him crazy. and Beyonce, when she stood up and did that tribute to the Black Panthers at the Super Bowl, she did that on the anniversary of the Black Panthers. 
I said, if she don't do another thing for 10 years, she I didn't say another thing forever, yeah, yeah, but yeah, for yeah, a yeah. couple years, yeah, yeah, yeah. she good with yeah, me because yeah. half of them would have never even thought they of that. They wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't yeah, have done yeah, So yeah. J&B cool yeah, with me. Yeah. And with, with Kanye and Kim, with Kim doing her, t you know, getting this guy, that guy out, this guy out, Kanye, man, he, he had a flip. And I think... Which you always speaking about like medication and ADHD. I hope he ain't on meds, but I think he is. Yeah, yeah. The meds take your he mind, said brother. It. He's, he's if Kanye is on meds, he's been on. Them. If Kanye is on meds, those and he's probably on antipsychotics, yeah. mood stabilizers, yes, antidepressants. That kills the section of your brain responsible for ingenuity and creativity. That's what he's imagining. Yeah. It's no different. You in the music business, right? I know you probably could think of a couple brothers, local or, or, or yeah. main, who didn't smoke so much weed. They flow ain't there no yeah, more. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. They flow ain't there it's no over. more. You're like, damn, you it's done. This you didn't cook that part of your brain <laughs> yeah. that gave you that yeah. wordplay. Yeah. And they try, you see them, they trying it. And you're like, it's done. It's over. I don't know what happened to it. It's done. Y'all yeah. smoked it away. Yeah. You yeah. got to protect your brain yeah. and you got to protect your balls because you only get one of each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, like I said, with, with him, uh, it was a moment where he was on his meds and when he said the slavery was a choice thing and yeah. all of that. He, oh, that might have been med inspired by the medication. That's why I didn't pay it no mind. That's what it was. He was he, yeah. But he said that at that time he was off his meds. Okay. So he had made a conscious decision to be like, hold on. They're they're like I'm getting fat. I'm I'm no yeah. longer myself. Mm -hmm. I'm getting off of this shit. So he stopped taking it. Now what that does is fire back up those. Yeah, you. It's called a rebound effect where everything that you experienced before you took the med comes back fifty times stronger. So now he's just blurting shit out. He's yeah. not articulating yeah. it because, good. See, he's remember just, what the meds do. All psychotic meds, psychiatric meds are designed to force the brain to do against your conscious will. So you take a boy with so-called ADHD, which is a joke, which we're going to be talking about yeah. tomorrow. He's choosing to be hyper. He can sit down if he want. He likes what he's doing, right? Because he won't make the conscious decision to sit his ass down, you're going to give him a pill. That's going to sit him down. That's going to sit him down, whether he wants to or not. Do you see what you're doing? You are eroding his executive function. Executive right. functions are the aspects of consciousness mm. that allow us to control when we slobber, when we right. chew, when we right. urinate. Right. You know, right. It erodes that. So once your executive functions have been taken away from you too often, you're no longer in control of yourself. It's the pill. You see? So you're saying stuff you don't mean. You're slobbing out the mouth, don't even know it. You're peeing on yourself. You defecate. That's where that comes from because the pill Basically, shutting that shit down. The pill steals your liberation. Mm. In other words, the pill introduces slavery on a neurobiological level. You're now no longer a physical slave to white supremacy. You're a neurobiological mm. slave to white supremacy. Mm. The chemical is the handcuff. Mm. The chemical is the handcuff. Mm. So how do they? My thing is, how do they get that shit to the kids? Because if it could affect the Kanye West, thirty some odd years old, forty some odd years old, in that way, what what is that medicine doing to a nine year old? I've seen him give it to 
I think uh, the youngest. Three year olds. Yeah, six. Two year olds. It's like. They don't yeah, care. Yeah, like what? It's all about money, first of all, because all the drugs are publicly traded in New York, Wall Street, right? Remember early when I talked about that timeline, CIA dropped off the crack in 1980. Mm. Well, guess what? The American Psychiatric Association dropped off ADD, 1980, same year. Same year mm. that they started drugging the adults, they started drugging up the kids at the same time. Mm. You see, but it's all done with parent permission, though. See, in order to get the pills, you need the evaluation. In order to get the evaluation, you need the parent signature. Parent don't sign, no pills, no eval. So we are complicit because we are doing what these white folks tell us to do. When somebody comes to you and say, get your child evaluated for ADHD, your answer should be no. And they're going to say, why not? And they're going to say, number one, I don't have to explain to you because I'm the parent. That's where they need to stop. That's right it. there. Yeah, that's right it. there. Yeah. Because I'm the parent. That's why not. But if you want to go further, ADHD don't exist. It's a damn joke. You want to go further more? I'm not giving my child drugs, and that's the only solution y'all got. Right. See, that's where I come in at. Right. If, do you believe in crack for kids? Right. Because if you don't believe Simply in put. crack for kids, yeah. you don't believe in ADHD. Right. Because once you get the label, the only option is the dope. That's it. And then I get parents who say, well, I just wanted to see if he had it. Didn't I just tell you it don't exist? They can't prove it. <laughs> right. They can't prove it. No it's a thought. It's an idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an idea yeah. made real by the fact that you decided to medicate your child. Yeah, yeah. Now, now, with that being said, I know some women, right, because of the econ economic structure and with the mm -hmm. black man not being able to provide in certain circumstances, I've seen women with four and five children basically take a child or two and look at that as a paycheck. Yes, and that's true. They exploit the child for social right. security supplemental right. disability income. Right. But guess what? She still ain't the problem. She a symptom. Right. You know why? Because if Dr. Umar Johnson, a certified school psychologist, never diagnosed her son with that emotional still disturbance, she couldn't do it. Right. You see, somebody right. gave her a label. Right. You right, see? Right. So she's still a symptom. Right. And what the system does is they'll try to turn the sister into the problem and say, well, they auctioning their kids off for checks. Right. Okay, they are, some of them. But guess what? Could they do that if your psychologist didn't auction them off first right. with a diagnosis? That ain't real. Exactly. Primary responsibility, secondary responsibility. Okay. We're going to wrap up in just a second. Sure. Let me, let me ask you this. Um. What's that? The book of the diagnosis. M M DSM five. You said pedophilia was left pedophilia. Out. Check this out. When they first came out with the DSM five about two years ago, a year or two, right? It came out where pedophilia was listed as a sexual orientation. Some white person saw it and sounded the alarm. And then the spokesperson for the American Psychiatric Association came back and said, we made a typographical error do you see that <laughs> did you see that yeah they tried to get away with it right till somebody called it then they fixed it but according to the dsm pedophilia what okay if the child is 16 it's not pedophilia they're already legalizing pedophilia yeah and if the child is 13 or 14 a person got to be at least four years older than them so they, so they define pedophilia. If, if, if memory serves me correctly, and I didn't bring my DSM with me, and I should have, I believe right now the DSM defines pedophilia as sexual attraction to prepubescent children. Did you hear that? Prepubescent. So do you know what that means? If your daughter going through puberty, and she might be 13, she might be 14, but if she going through puberty, she ain't it ain't pedophilia. Pe she, she, 
They already legalized it, in my opinion. Mm, mm, and they not mm. done. They're going to keep on legalizing yeah. it because you got the organization, the North American Association for Man and Boy Love. Look it up on the internet. North American Association for Man and Boy Love. They, they want it totally removed. They said it should be an orientation. It should not be mental illness. I told people it was coming. You got to remember now, the same way people looking at pedophilia today is how they looked at homosexuality in the right, 1970s. Right, right, Homosexuality was a mental disorder in 1970. Yeah. And they took it out in 74, 75. People thought that would never happen. Ain't it legal today? Yeah. I promise you pedophilia will be totally legal in the next 10, 20 years. That's deep. That's deep. This is a cultural, it's, it's a cultural genocide. Yeah. Not just physical. Yeah. They hitting us everywhere. It's a yeah. cult. Because they coming to you and say, listen, we know this ain't how Africans live. Right. But this is how we do it. Right. And, and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Most white folks, I don't believe, agree with it either. Right. But it is still nonetheless a product of their cultural heritage, Greco-Roman mm. culture. Mm -hmm. That's where it came from. Every philosopher was a homosexual. Plato, Aristotle, mm -hmm. Epictetus. That's what they was in. Roman Catholic Church viewed the women as less than clean. That's why they preachers don't get married. So there has always been a disdain for the female energy in European culture. Mm. Not in African culture. You come to our culture. We love them. Okay. We believe in equal. Yeah. The man can't survive without the woman. Right. In our culture, the woman is given such a position that when you become the king, you have a queen mother who can unseat you if you don't do your job right. You look at our deities, look at most of the masculine deities. They are born of a feminine mother who gives them the right to have that power, mm. which is why in African culture, wherever there's a queen, you see the queen mother over there because feminine energy was first. Mm. God created feminine energy first, and then he introduced the male. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. So we never had no gay because at a certain point, homosexuality can be considered a total rejection of feminine energy. Lesbianism can be considered a total rejection of masculine energy mm. at the basic non-sexual level. Mm -hmm. It is a rejection of your opposite. Well, that's a big problem for African people because we believe in a balance of all things. Right. That's our culture. Right. For, the, for, for light, there's dark. Right. For the sun is the moon. Right. For water is the land. Right. For the yin is the yang. Right. For the man, for the woman. And if that is the essential building block of creation, if you disturb that, you disturb the entire universal order. Right. That's why we oppose the homosexuality. Yeah. But we can still love the homosexual. Facts. 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 Man, like I say, this has been a this has been a very great interview, man. I really appreciate you coming by. Um, anything you want to lead the people? Uh, yes, for the people out there. Get in contact with Dr. Umar Johnson, drumarjohnson.com. I got a new podcast site. Only one podcast is up right now on ADHD. Okay. And that's unapologeticallyafrican.com. And, of course, we spell Africa with a K. Um, donate to the school. Please donate to the school. We're right. trying to raise a million dollars to get this school ready. I would love for next school year. Yeah. You can donate. Mail your check or money order payable to FDMG Academy. P.O. Box 9634, Wilmington, Delaware. I repeat, FDMG Academy. P.O. Box 9634, Wilmington, Delaware, 19809. If you ever need to talk to me, you need a consultation about your child, education, or mental health is what I do. You can reach me at 8444-DR-UMAR. That's 8444-DR-UMAR or Dr. Umar Johnson at yahoo.com. And then, uh, before we go, I want to say congratulations on the school. I know Thank it was you. a hard journey. Ooh, it was a hard journey. Yeah, I watched it. I February 7th, yeah. seven days before Frederick Douglass' birthday. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. I think he wow. might have shifted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I saw before we go, I want to ask you about this. The family of him said, said That was not the family. It wasn't the On family. On Roland Martin, when he read that letter, yeah. that was not from the family. 
That letter came from one coon in the family mm. who doesn't occupy any official position with the family. Okay. He's just a jealous Negro. Right. Period. That's right. it. Right. Who said that I wasn't related to Frederick Douglass. Right. I'm not even mad at him. You know who I'm disappointed in? Mm. Every other member of the family. Right, for letting it. I've been to the family reunions. Yeah. Y'all know my name is on the tree. Yeah. You, you understand? Yeah. Any one of them could have called him up and say, brother. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know it like we know it. And it's still tearing at you. It's still pulling yeah. at somebody But because for a lot of them don't agree with my political okay. views. That's what it is. They let him go at me. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So that's why I don't go to no more family reunions yeah. no more. Because I'm like, any one of y'all could have stopped that. Yeah. And y'all chose not to. Yeah. So I'm done with and all you, y'all. And you the loudest voice for the for, for Oh, the, of course. For, for, well, for that's, but that's the jealousy because when here, here's my thing. I'm related to Frederick Douglass by blood. Yeah. By blood. Yeah. The woman and man that raised him, Betsy and Isaac Bailey, those are my grandparents like his. They his first grandparents. They're yeah. my seventh grandparents, but yeah. we come from the same loins. Right. I rep Garvey. When most people think of Marcus Garvey, they think of me. Right. Does that upset That's what Marcus Garvey Jr., his son? No. Does that upset Dr. Julius Garvey, his other son? No. They love the fact that I'm keeping their father's legacy alive. Yeah. They ain't never said, oh, he don't speak for my father. Right, right. But here I am related to Frederick Douglass. Right. Blood. Right. And you got Negroes hating. That's what I'm saying. But the Garvey family don't do that. I ran into Marcus Garvey's cousin in uh, Austin, Texas. He couldn't wait to give me a, a yeah. embrace yeah. And, and some love. Yeah. Th those two names, you're the loudest voice. Yes. Period. But I'm going to tell you why they hate. I'm going to tell you the difference. There's people in our family who want to be considered the official authorities on Frederick Douglass mm. as a way to make money. Do oh, you follow yeah, what this yeah, is yeah, about? Yeah, 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 it's yeah, about yeah. money. Yeah. In other words, they want to get speeches to go talk about right. Doug. They want to get grants right. to make, you see. Right. And clearly you're not doing it. You're making, you're getting enough speeches. Ain't nobody just, ever called me yeah. up and said we want to pay you to come talk about Frederick yeah. Douglass? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. You're doing it because it's dead. Yes. Yeah. My reputation is purely off of my own work, yeah. not my relationship to Fred, right. but because I big him up so much and I'm so associated with the name, if they do want somebody to talk, yeah. why would they get anybody but me? Right, right. And that's why they angry right. because they feel like I'm blocking their economic power. Right, right, right. It's about right. cash. Right, right, right. Well, with that being said, man, you, hey, I know for a fact in hip hop and rap, which is we control the cool. Yes. You are the loudest voice in regards to that. Yeah. Those two names, there's nothing that we can, there's right. not even close right. that we know. I'm talking about the boys listening to the, the I feel you. you know, they can change some things. Yes, sir. We don't, when we hear Marcus Garvey, Frederick Douglass, we're going to say Dr. Umar Johnson is what we hear that from. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so no even today, you spilling all this stuff about those guys, we don't hear that anywhere. Yeah. There's no other yeah. scholar that I know of that we're going to hear be able to even do that on a level like that. Because, again, mm -hmm. the inflection and just the passion, all that, oh, that man. combination is, is why you're special. You know what I'm saying? It's why you're able to go in and out and float in and out to these cities and countries and People gravitate to that, man. That's a yeah. very, very unique combination you got, man. And I want to tell you that personally, I don't meet a lot of guys, uh, younger or older, that I'm uh, can can say I'm impressed with just the way you're put together. 
You get what I'm saying? And, that. and that's a real thing. I can make some money. I don't know how how much of the, the information I can right. retain. Right, right, You know, because, right. man, you're doing that. You got to be very sure. But, but again, I want to say thank you for coming out, man. Hopefully tomorrow y'all have a great time. Again, anything y'all need while you're here. I don't care what it is. Let me know. I'll Appreciate send that. it. Yes, sir. No matter what it is. You I'll coming through? It. You going to slide yeah, through? I'll, 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 I'm going to slide through. I'm going to slide mm-hmm. through, mess with y'all for a second. But anything you need, I'll send it. Again, we we um, we signing out. Yes, uh, like, subscribe, comment, FOGFO TV. Uh, it's up there, podcast. It's another great episode. Dr. Umar Johnson. Peace. FOGFO TV. What?